0: Welcome everybody to our community, our mission. This is Barry Fieker, Executive Director of the Topeka Rescue Mission. Again here with Kim Turley, our Director of Volunteers and Events. Welcome Hello. Kim. How are you doing today? I'm cold. You're cold, yes, it very is very cold. January cold <laughs> twenty twenty. Yes, yes, we're 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 into it for sure. Kim, today we um, have some special guests. Uh, they're not guests yes, they to the do. mission, but they're guests to this program in regards to what they do. And we're in the distribution center right now and uh, recording this. And we have the director of distribution services, Kay Ireland. Welcome, Kay. Well, thank you. <laughs> Welcome here. <laughs> Welcome to your own distribution center. <laughs> and then uh, Stacey Brown, who's director of operations here at the Topeka Rescue Mission Distribution Center. Welcome, Stacey. Thank you. You know, what we wanted to do, and the reason we brought you guys here today is we felt it would be good to paint a picture that, Kay, you were talking to us a little bit earlier about um, a situation um, which is representative of many situations that uh, you help out with here at the distribution center. Um, First of all, tell everybody, what is the Topeka Rescue Mission Distribution Center?
1: Well... This is where we not only take in donations that people are giving, um, but we also uh, distribute those out to fit the needs of the different ministry areas and also to those people that are coming to us for, for help.
0: So people uh, can actually bring their donations here. Uh, We serve a lot of food here. Um, We provide it to the Rescue Mission's dining room, kitchen facilities, but also food baskets. How many food baskets, uh, roughly, would you say that we're putting out uh, during a food basket distribution day?
1: Well, I'm going to pass that over to Stacy. Stacy,
0: operations. <laughs> yes, yeah, Stacy. How many, how many are we, um, we have Tuesdays and Thursdays mm-hmm. that we distribute food baskets to people in the community um, who aren't living at the mission because that's taken care of at the mission. But so how many, uh, today uh, uh, is Thursday, because this is the day we're broadcasting this out. What uh, is a normal day?
2: 65, um, roughly, um, about 130 a week.
0: Okay. So, and those um, are food baskets that feed one or more people. Is that correct?
2: Yes. Yes. Um, depending on your family size, depends on how much you'll get. Um, we have families of 10 coming in.
0: Well, 10 people that are in need of food. Describe what uh, what it's like in the waiting area um, for people who come in. Uh, they come in, they give us some basic information. Uh, what do you see on their faces?
2: desperation um, the need of more than just food Um, it's really our paperwork is kind of black and white but um, you just you know when somebody is here they're just asking for food but they need so much more Um, whether it be furniture or household items or just that encouraging word, or somebody just to listen to them.
0: Desperation is a pretty common common situation when somebody is waiting in line to get a food basket. Um, but you said it well, there's more there. But Food is a beginning of reaching out to them and touching them in a way that they need to be touched. How important, Kay, is it for us to do more than just give food away?
1: It's very important. And one thing that we talk about with our staff is that we need to look with our eyes, listen with our ears, and feel with our heart as we're in front of those people, as we're listening to them on the telephone. uh, We need to go beyond just that reaching out for food um, or asking for the food. We need to find out what else are they, um, what else is going on, and many times that ends with um, or begins with us reaching out and, and talking with them about, can we pray with you? And then that will open them up even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll be able to then share even deeper needs or concerns that they have. And then we look for and we we uh, find out how can we help them how can we help with this need, whether it be referring them on to somebody else that is going to be able to help them better or um, just be in that contact for them as they continue on this road?
0: So food is an obvious desperate need. We all need food yeah. uh, more than once a day, hopefully. Um, we are able to get it, um, but it's a bridge to be able to connect with them to find out how we can help them in other ways. Um, Kay, you've been uh, working with the Topeka Rescue Mission for how many years now?
1: Mm, like about 21 yeah, years. About
0: 21 years. That's uh, that's commendable, say the least. And uh, you've done a lot of things while you've been at the mission. You have a lot of stories. Before we uh, um, came on to record this today, you were talking about a, a, a situation um, that uh, you encountered with uh, some folks that were very desperate. Um, uh-huh. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah. Uh, we had a, a family that had reached out to us before for help um, at Christmas, in fact, and she had called and and had shared the need for food. And so I called her back. and um, as as I was listening to her, she I just knew there was so much more, and it was a really deep need for food. She also has children. And she didn't have a way, a means to be able to get to where she could get food, and that's not something that is in that is a norm for us to deliver food out to people. We have done it before, mm-hmm. but that's when we're filling with our heart that we're to step beyond what our norm is. And so, we had another staff member that lived fairly close, and so went ahead and took a food basket out to this this family. Um, found out that they have a much bigger need than just that food basket. But while she was there, one of the kids was going through the food and looking for food and, and started eating food. You know that that child was hungry, mm-hmm. and they were so grateful just to get that food. But now we know there's a much bigger need, and so we will figure out how we can help them to, fi- you know, to fill that need.
0: What were some of those things that you learned about a bigger need than the food?
1: Well, they had one mattress on the floor in an empty apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, this person, um, they have physical needs, you know, that they're not able to, to get met because of the transportation um, or lack of transportation. Um, the need probably goes beyond that. Um, and so just even thinking about possibility of, of talking with the schools to see, you know, if they're aware so they can start reaching out also.
0: Okay, does that ever seem a little over, overwhelming when you run into a situation where, hey, we came to give you food. Now we're realizing there's a whole lot more need here. Uh, do you ever feel overwhelmed?
1: I don't know that I feel overwhelmed, but I look at um, what else can we do? How can we reach beyond the norm? Um, What can we put out to our donors and share with them as far as what we need to help, maybe this specific situation? Or what did God bring through the doors yesterday through a donor that will help with this situation?
0: That's what's kind of uh, amazing sometimes is uh, we have a donor that will come in the day before, sometimes hours before, sometimes a moment before there's a need. And then we're able to have that supply to be able to give them. Stacy, you um, have been um, working here at the rescue mission a lot shorter than 21 years. And uh, you've been on the receiving end of uh, help at one time in your life. And, and so now you're on the helping others. Uh, how's that feel to have been in need at one time? And uh, we all have needs. Uh, <laughs> I have needs and so we all have needs. But how does it feel to be able to help some people and work with an organization that was helping you at one time?
2: there's so many feelings that you feel um especially when you've been there yourself you know how it feels to need something maybe to not want to ask for it um and sometimes not even know what you need um so for me um this job was an answer to prayers for me um I knew that starting about five years ago that um, I wanted to work for the rescue mission or I wanted to work for um, Vallejo, Um, and God put me here, and I thank him every day for it. Um, I just – there's no way you can put into words what it feels like when – You can assist somebody with something that you need, or that they needed, that um, you didn't have to try for. Like you said, it could be a moment before, and donations walk through that door. And then five minutes later, you've got somebody there that needs exactly that, Um, or just... Needs to hear that everything is going to work out. I've been there. Um, just keep moving forward and trusting God.
0: So I'm going to guess at one time you felt a little hopeless in your life. <clears throat> you came to the rescue mission. What was one or two things that began to instill some hope in you?
2: Um, people... Reaching out to me. um, Caring about me more than I cared about myself. Um, Like I said earlier, um, I didn't know exactly what I needed. Only God knew that and God put people in my way that was going to help me that knew exactly what I needed. And he put them there for a reason. Um, But... Just knowing that there was something bigger out there, that um, there was a plan. I may not have knew that plan or may not have uh, known the reason for the plan or what was going to happen, but I needed to know that there was a plan that helped me know and meeting people inside the mission and watching people start from ground zero and go all the way up was a huge inspiration.
0: So you came here, you began to realize that you were important. <clears throat> that yes. people cared about you, that God cared about you as well. Um, now you're helping, and you talked about these kind of cool times that come along where there will be a need met uh, right before somebody presents a need to us. Mm-hmm. That's a miraculous Uh, intervention, we call it, Uh, God will bless us with whatever that is, maybe a pair of shoes, could be some food, could be a a coat, whatever the case might be. Um, So you were on the receiving end, now you're on the distribution end, and so how exciting is it to be able to see those miraculous things happen?
2: It's amazing. Um, My heart's always full. Um. To see somebody's face light up because they didn't think it was possible is, it's indescribable.
0: We've talked a lot about on on, uh, our community, our mission about people matter. And uh, that is uh, really what is being done here is that uh, people matter. Kate, back to the family that you reached out to, Um, you discovered the mattress there, you discovered the greater needs that were in the home, you provided food. Where does it go from there with that family?
1: Well, certainly want to pray and then reach out to them. (coughs) Excuse me. Want to pray Mm -hmm. and reach out to them and um, talk to them some more and see what they've already got in the works. Um, I don't want to jump ahead of what we're supposed to do, but really just talking with her and seeing how we can help her move forward.
3: What I'm gathering from all of us just talking, this is Kim, by the way, because the voices kind of (laughs) mix. So um, I'm just like listening to all this, just hearing the stories and everything. And one of the big things that's sticking out my mind is people don't realize it could be your neighbor in need. It can be the person right next door. Like you said, it's close to a staff member where this lady we're helping at. So I'm just thinking, it's like, we think of all these different needs that are coming in with how many different needs that we hear in the community and here at the mission and alone like how do we choose like how do you choose who to help i mean do we choose it's just one of those thought-provoking things i know it's just like one of those like
0: easier question please <laughs> i know right
3: <laughs> but it's just like it's a it comes back to it's like we follow our heart it's like you said you see the need and you're you're listening to what god has and i'm kind of answering my own question but that's what we're pulling together is You really are just listening to your heart. And I guess that's a big thing for our listeners to understand, too, is follow your heart. Listen. If you see a need, pray about it and follow your heart too. reach out to those. Your neighbors is a big thing that I'm pulling from a lot is you don't know who's struggling. That smile. That wave, everything can just mean the world, so
0: okay I asked you about being overwhelmed, and <laughs> I think that we can get overwhelmed with all yeah, of yeah. these uh, dramatic things we got Tent city, other homeless situations we have um, last night uh, the Topeka Rescue mission board was getting ready to meet, and uh, we had to get bumped out of our meeting room because it turned into an overflow area for the homeless putting cots down and so how do you meet all these needs it's it's always been a, a big challenge, and I, I remember um, learning through the scriptures, um, when Jesus was walking amongst the multitudes and, and, um, he would heal this person and he would, uh, heal that person. He would speak to this crowd and so on and so forth. But yet there were all these other people. And we know that he touched more people than we actually see in the scriptures, but did he touch everybody? And, um, uh, like we would think maybe he could or should or whatever. And Jesus said, I do those things, which I see the Father doing." In other words, um, Jesus was doing such a relationship with God that um, when Jesus was healing the blind man or raising Lazarus from the dead or feeding the 5,000, that's what the Father was doing. And so there's some comfort in that to know that Jesus does what the Father does. And here's what else Jesus said, if you love me and keep my commandments, I will be in you and you will be in me. That relationship, um, he is the vine, we are the branches. And if we're in tune to what the Lord's doing, and that's the key, I think, in this ministry, is being in tune to what God is doing. He loves everybody, but he's got a special a moment, a special assignment. Uh, Stacy, when he touched you and brought you to the rescue mission, that was for you personally. Um, it's not like he didn't care about the person next to you um, or the person that came before you, the person that comes after you, but he cared about you, and this was your time and uh, the, god knows that and what we uh, need to do in this rescue ministry is be in tune to the lord and what he's doing because when he's doing something the father's doing it i know in my own situation I've, I've i've cried out to the lord and i've said lord i don't know what to do and that's a lot of times and i and i say lord i don't know what to do but i know he listens to me and and and, and picture this where does jesus sit in the kingdom at the right hand of the father And if I am in him and he is in me and we have that close relationship and I can depend upon him, he turns to the father and says, hey, dad, Barry's got a need. Barry needs to know something. Barry needs for us to do this. And because of the father's immense love, he reaches out through humble servants like you guys to be able to touch people in their time of need. And it's what God is doing. And so I think we can get overwhelmed because it's more than we can imagine. But we're not the only ones out here. God is using people. Kim, you've got a bunch of volunteers that are part of this uh, equation as well, and so yep. sixteen hundred volunteers or so per mm-hmm. month uh, last year again, and and each one of those individuals can be one of those agents, mm-hmm. like 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 uh, Stacy and and, and Kr. Um, they don't have to work here; they can be a part of God's bigger plan.
3: That's correct. I mean, we use volunteers from in every shape, way, or form. Um, It's not like you have to be highly trained to talk to individuals um, about their day. Um, I mean, just gives people a smiling face. I mean, people, we use volunteers from meal serving all the way to mentoring. There's a different training level for each thing. And we have new compassion advocates we're going to reach out for too. And Mm -hmm. so we can use volunteers all the time
0: all the time. And really the key for volunteer here is, as you said, they don't have to be super trained or mm-hmm. experts or PhDs in rescue mission, missions. Yep. Uh, what they need to be is a person that has a heart. correct? person that is empathetic and really wants to follow the heart of God mm-hmm. because God loves the people he sends to us. Kay, before we uh, close here today, is there anything that you think would be important to paint a picture for people to know that would be important for them to understand about the value of people that you help
1: Everyone counts. Everyone is important. Mm-hmm. And just look, look, listen, and feel with your heart. Um, and if God speaks to you, or if you feel that tugging that you're to, to help, and you don't know what to do, then give us a call. Um, give somebody a call. There's other organizations, too, that you can reach out and talk to them and find out what can I do to help.
0: Thank you, Kay. Everyone counts, and, and and God God says that, and He's put us in this position. Uh, Kay, Stacy, Kim, thanks for being here today. Uh, this kind of ties in with our freedom for the homeless uh, program. Um, on the third of every month, uh, three o'clock or any time, uh, consider doing three things: pray for the homeless, the broken, those who work with them. Uh, give something in the amount of three, and then reach everyone just three people throughout the month reaching them with a smile reaching them with a hug reaching them with something that they need thank you for being part of our community our mission thank you guys for helping paint a picture for those who are listening if you're interested in helping support the Topeka rescue mission you can go to the trmonline.org trmonline.org to our website or you can text trm give to 77977 trm give to 77977 Thank you for being with us on Our Community, Our Mission.